questions for truth. And uh, I have with me uh, Marissa Hansen, uh, who is a investigative reporter. reporter. Yeah, like I do muckracking, basically. You do what? Muckracking. So, like, muckracking. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really big on exposing corruption in my local government. Okay. Um, and that's, well, that's Houston? Yeah, that's Houston. So I live in Harris County, which is one of the largest counties in the United States. Um, Houston is probably one of the biggest cities. It's the third biggest city in the United States. Houston is? Yeah. So biggest city in the Texas? Yeah. So yeah. behind uh, New York and L.A.? Yeah. It's, then it's Houston? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, so cool. How, what, how long, how many people are in Houston? Um, about 4 million. 4 million. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so, so you talk back. Yeah, so... They've, uh, and they've had, they 
created this whole section in our commissioner support agenda, which, which is just solely for COVID funds. And I just, the amount of money, like in the past three months, they passed through a $15 million budget item for broadband internet that is only for and you're just showing months. that on the phone. Yeah, and then they also have up their vaccine budget by $19 million. They've, uh, they put up a tent for $17 million, which was only up for two weeks during COVID, and it never saw a patient, it never saw anyone, and the amount of money that was going to the contractors to put up this tent was just astronomical. And no one, and, and then, so when I went to dig in to look at the contract, it was uh, it's this company called Garner Environmental, and they're this like global services, and they, they global, have, yeah, global, and they have, uh, and the CEO or the CFO used to work at the YMCA as an accountant, and it's just there's a lot of iffy things that these uh, government contracts are going to. It's just you know, and I don't think that a lot of people in my city realize the amount of money that's getting thrown through in our commissioner support. So. I just, every Friday, or every other Friday, when the, the agenda item drops, I go through everything. And it's about 300 to 400 items. And I start highlighting the stuff that I'm like, this is questionable, this is questionable, this is questionable. And, um, you know, just recently they redistricted our county. And a lot of people don't understand the whole thing with redistricting and how it's a really, really bad thing. If it's, if it's done to gerrymander, like, because we know that the Democrats love to, like, accuse us, the Republicans, of gerrymandering, but really, what's I'm happening? I'm a Democrat. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just Well, I mean, yeah, but, like, so right now, our redistricting map looks like a, it looks like a, a puzzle. But, like, it's not, like, in four quadrants. It's, like, the most silliest redistricting map you've ever seen, but it gives... The Democrats a leg up on voting. It gives them control over our votes, and it also gives them control over raising our taxes. And with the amount of money that I'm seeing getting blown through our commissioner's budget, they're going to break down our city's budget like bankrupt us. And but but if they have the control to raise our taxes, they can do whatever they want. They can just keep on running through all of our tax-paying dollars and. You know, it's like no big deal. They don't care. And, uh, What's their objective? I think that they're trying to break down our city. And they, I think that they're trying to, like, the rise in crime was caused by the bail reform that they, they passed in my city. Uh, so far, 154 people have been murdered. Innocent people have been murdered by people. 20, you said 20 million. What? Police department defunded. Yeah, they defunded our police department by $20 million. And then uh, one of our sheriffs went up to uh, city council to ask for more squad cars. And our city council member, Abby Kamen, refused because she said that they were not electric vehicles. And I was like, our police need cars. Like, you shouldn't be doing something that's like that. That's, it's wrong just to say that they're not EVs. And so when I went to look into Abby's, uh, like, who, who donated to her campaign, because it's a city council member, 
and it was all these out-of-state donations. And I'm like, why the heck is someone that's that's in city council getting all, like six figures worth of like donation from out-of-state? Like, why? What, what what stake do they have in our city to be donating to someone like that? And then I dug dug deeper, and Abby sat on the board of the ADL. We know about the ADL, what they've been doing, and who's involved with the ADL, and how that money. Is that DC? Um, Anti-defamation league, and they're very, they're very. Based DC or? Yes, but they're they're very against uh, like anything that's Republican, and they're like all for that Green New Deal stuff, and so you kind of start to understand the dichotomy of like where what they're you know it's like having a lobbyist, but for an anti-defamation league. But their agenda, like they claim that it's all about the hate speech and stuff like that, but they're the ones that are perpetuating the hate speech quite a bit. Like, Abby had the audacity after Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty to say that the case should have been overturned and that the prosecutor should uh, reappeal the case. And I'm like, no, that doesn't work that way. And this girl has a law, law degree. I'm like, you can't, like, when, when a judge or, like, when a jury says, like, he's not guilty, you, the prosecution cannot, like, appeal that. Like, right. I'm like, I'm like, how are you a lawyer or in a city council position if you're doing that? And then right after that, she tweeted. Have you asked for that? I did. You did? On Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> but she caught her attention she would reply. No, she wouldn't. No, she's too scared. So she usually sends her trolls out for me, which is really fun. Because I, I actually knew Abby back in the day. And I know a lot of the people that I call her, which is... Which you do? Yeah, I know her. Uh, no, I actually knew her from the Jewish community. Like, they, I, I had volunteered at the ADL before I was away. Yeah, I was Jewish. I actually converted. Um, but she, no, no, it was just, it's, it's insane what these people are pushing and how they don't realize that, like, like Abby's the head of, like, security and, like, all of that stuff in our uh, city council. And I'm like, she has no background in it. She was a civil, like, she did, like, voting rights laws. Like, she was a voting rights lawyer. And I'm like, how did someone get put in charge of, like, our security council if you were a lawyer? And not a very good one to begin with. It's weird, isn't it? And so they put her, like, and she's, like, basically in charge of what's happening at the Astroworld event with, like, the investigation. And I'm like, how, how are these people getting placed in these positions when they have no backgrounds or, like, they're, they're basically just puppets and they're just being told, like, doing doing what they're told. And um, my city is just riddled with corruption. It, it, Houston was built on a swamp and it's created some serious swamp breakers. It's, it's, why, is, why is Houston because of its size? Um, yes. I, so, at, if you, you see what's happened with uh, Soros and Austin, right? Yeah. Okay, so Austin, they defunded the police. And, completely? Yeah, they completely defunded the police. They can't eat, like... There's they, no police yeah, patrolling they, anywhere well, in they, Austin? There are police, but they don't do call-outs anymore. Like, if you call in, you're, you're wrong. 911. Yeah, they won't call it. Like, it's like murders and, like, hardcore stuff. And so my friend that works over at the Attorney General's office, he's, he's basically going... State. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. In, uh, 
this group that was for defund the police because they were about to defund the police. They had they pushed it through almost, and then Soros comes in with twenty million dollars and just totally stampedes through Texas. And we've got Soros money in my county. So Lena Hidalgo, she worked with Internews in Myanmar. And Internews is funded by Open Society, which is Soros. Yeah. And then it's funding BLM, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it also funding Antifa? I'm I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised. I've never. But yeah. It's hard to find the money line because everything that Soros does is basically through dark money, like Arabella Advisors, um, and then he has his foundation, the 
homelessness or something along the lines of that, go and look at your like the money that your city is spending on that. And the commissioner's court is the best way to go about it. You can speak there. You can speak against the agenda items. So if you go and pick up the agenda items or just call into your county and ask them to give you the agenda list, just go through it. There's a lot that doesn't feel right or sit right with you. Call in, Uh, Adrian 
Garcia, that Rodney Ellis, and Lisa Hilda. Yeah, I'm like, I remember like Jack Cagle and Tom Ramsey. But yeah, no, it. It's just, I think that a lot of people need to realize that the only way to create change and to get rid of corruption in your in your city or your county is to get involved. And so many people, like, they just don't know where to start. And this is the best place to start, is your commissioner's course. Because right now, I do believe that our country is under infiltration. And the only way to... Yeah, the That was the most honest election ever. Don't even get me started on the, like, so last year in 2020, they spent $38 million on our election. In 2016, they spent $4 million. That was 10 times more than they spent. I'm like, why would they need to spend that much money? You're saying the DNC? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we had CTCL, which is Zuckerberg. We got that money. We got uh, we got a whole bunch of money from the DNC, and then we had this guy named Chris Collins who worked for Forty Four and McKinsey. I'm sure you know about McKinsey. So it's it's just basically deep state, like oh, deep state. Yeah, basically. Um, I can ask you to find deep state and you brought that. Brought that Melissa. What? Oh, great. Um, but no, uh, basically, the Chris Collins guy comes in, he's 34 years old, he takes over for the county clerk, who, who always ran our elections. And I'm like, why is a 34-year-old with, like, no experience in running an election, running our 2020 election during COVID? And so Chris comes in, and the very first thing he does is invest $17 million for the election, and then creates this this like plan and um, they were allowed they allowed drive through voting, twenty four hour voting, we we mailed out like over four million or I think it was like two point six or two point seven million mail in ballots. And the weirdest part about it was that when Ken Paxton was fighting him over the mail in ballots, the CEO of this very large grocery chain in Texas, HEB, uh, wrote an anarchist brief uh, uh, for for uh, Chris Mullins to get the mail-in ballots accepted. And like, why is a billionaire that that I know is a very large Democratic donor advocating for this? And so I, I look up this this billionaire. And he sits on the same board as uh, Rocky Ellis and Sheila Jackson for communities and schools. And I'm like, oh, that explains everything. Because Rodney Ellis is known, like, he's known for allegedly uh, harvesting ballots. Like, there's been a lot of people that have been involved with him and Sheila Jackson that have done so. And we have, we have the evidence that, like, there is a lot of fraud. They even, they even, uh, apparently homeless veterans voted in the 2020 election. And that, that really really makes me angry. I can tell you that every day of the week that how how are they able to see who they voted for And uh, when the audit when the, the proposal of 
hostage and refusing us, refusing the and they had they already have lawyers. I'm like, why? Like, there's no transparency, and so I called them out on that because I was like, look, I know that you guys defeated this election, and I was like, and right now, like, they're calling it conspiracy theories, and I'm like, these are like these are concerns from your constituents. These aren't conspiracy theories. These are actual concerns. It's like nowadays. When you have a concern, it's now viewed as a conspiracy theory, and I'm like, they they've been manipulating our words now, and it's just it's getting to a point where like our our county is a banana republic. I can't get answers from them. I I always have to go dig into contracts to find the corruption or get answers. Like I've been calling these commissioners' offices, and the only two people that ever get back to me are the Democrats. They will never take my calls. They will never answer my questions. And there's something very insidious about it. I mean, it's, it's me. What's their name? And... Mayor? Oh, he's, he's as dirty as they call him. They call him Sly Turner. His name's Sylvester Turner. He's at his street right now as well because he awarded... He was doing bid rigging for a uh, housing deal. And he got busted. But he, his, the city council passed uh, agenda item for no investigation. I'm like, how are we, like, what world are we living in that, that someone breaks the law and then this, the council member or the government official is able to stop the investigation? It's like, I feel like we're living in a parallel universe. It's just stuff that's happening right now. It's insane. Marissa, talk, talk a little bit about, okay, well, first off, you've been doing this for, right, two years? Yeah, but I mean, I, well, I was doing a lot of reading and, like, focusing on the financial stuff for a year when I was at Santa Fe, and I was going through, like, I was looking at Santa Fe's laws that they were passing, and that's when I started to get really concerned because they were decriminalizing sexual assaults, pedophiles. Uh, I mean, you name it, they were doing and they put it, yeah, in San, well, Santa Fe is real bad. It's, it's, like, New Mexico is super bad. Like, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is as corrupt as they come, and you won't believe what she's done to her citizens. Like, during COVID, she locked down the entire state. She wouldn't let uh, the Native Americans go into the city. She, like, she quarantined them all into their reservation. It was, like, some kind of trail of tears thing that they were doing to Native Americans because they couldn't sell any of their goods and that's how they make a living is you know going out to this town square and depending on the uh, U.S. economy yeah and she shut everything down and it wasn't like it wasn't shut down just for a few months it was for an entire year and then they were having all of these and then she and then after January 6th she had fences around the capital up until I left. Yeah, in May. There any protests at all? There was one protest and that was it. BLM. Uh, no, it was, it was, well they did BLM and she didn't put fences up uh, then, but it was January, after January 6th. Yeah, I mean, these people in, in So you're So you're in Santa Fe and that's when you realize Something's funky. Something funky. In Santa Fe? <laughs> well, no, I knew that like Santa Fe is just as bad as they come. That's where Epstein comes over and then there's loads.
close to Alamos. He had, what marriage? He had his ranch up there, Zora Ranch. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then there's Los Alamos Lab, which is just like 45 minutes from there, and that's where Project Paperclip happened, the Manhattan Project happened, um, and then you know, Bill Gates is from New Mexico. What? Did you know that? Yeah, he's from Albuquerque. Born? Um, I'm not sure, but I know he's from New Mexico. But uh, so think about it, like touching Alamo Lab, genetics. And then you've got Epstein's Ranch 45 minutes from here. Something's happening Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happens there, and no one ever talks about right. it. Right. It breaks my heart every day when I when I see those children getting 
carry it through our border, and I know that they're lost. Like, as soon as they get on a plane, I know that they're never probably going to ever see their parents again. I know, I know the amount of drugs that are coming into our country and fentanyl and all those deaths that are coming from that. And, you know, they, they shut down travel to South Africa, but they leave our border wide open. Like, what, what is this? Like, this is not America. What is, like, I, I honestly feel that we are under a hostile takeover and, you know, we've got a traitor in our office that wants to see the destruction of our world. I mean, there's just, there's no other way about it. Why would someone know, knowingly allow children to be trafficked, drugs to be trafficked into our country? Why would someone that runs our country want children to be segregated and be told that they are oppressor and oppressing? Like, this, is, this isn't the America I grew up with. And I, I don't recognize this America at all. This America, whatever's happening, I hate it. It, it, I, I don't sleep at night because of what's happening and the things that I'm seeing. I, I don't. More people need to start getting up and getting active in local government because I think that we're being attacked on so many levels, like border, federal government. They're weaponizing the DOJ. They're weaponizing all of these federal agencies against us. I mean, the stuff that I hear happening to our service members really, really boils my blood. Like, I have a friend up in Arlington, Virginia, who is weekly, on a weekly basis, harassed about his religious exemption from the vaccine. And the amount of testing we have to go through, it's insane. Like, I, I spoke to him yesterday, and he has gone through five uh, PCR tests. And they were all like coming back like wrong or inconclusive. And he's like, I've been sitting here for three hours. He's like, this is such a waste of time. And I was like, why won't they give you guys the antibody test? They, our, our military don't get the antibody test. They only get the PCR test. Which is highly ineffective. Yeah. Not accurate. Yeah. Uh, Marissa, uh, I said I was going to do this, so now I'm going to do it. How do you define the deep state? Well, I mean, I think I think the veil's been lifted. I mean, whether you're Democrat or Republican, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it the, doesn't. The, it the doesn't. Is, yeah, it's it's getting ran by the deep state right now, and it's you know they're it's changing, right? I yeah. Mean, there's, and there's apparent forces within it that are openly stating we've already mentioned the BLM openly stating that they want communism here, so they're yeah. pushing that. Yeah, no, it, it's it's short deep state. I mean, so I think so. I mean, I, I think I think that we have a lot of people that are deep state that are running our country as presidents. Um, how do you how do you how do you what is the deep Well, I, I believe that like these huge marketing companies like McKinsey, Bay Capital, they're all just like they they claim that they're big companies, but I think what they really are doing is just the state's work because if you start going through your commissioner agenda items at Baker, Ripley, McKinsey, Boston Consulting Group, all these very large corporations are getting awarded very lucrative contracts on local government, which I'm like, this, this makes no sense. Why are they getting $15 million for immigration? Like, just recently, the past uh, 
for ILSS, so they can pay. So our our taxpayer dollars can pay for these illegal detainees to become a citizen of America. And like everyone thinks that it's just on the federal level that like you have heard about the four hundred fifty thousand that they're receiving. Yeah, yeah. And it's not it's not just that; it's also on the local level. I mean, we're getting hit on so many. I'm gonna pay you to invade America. And then, yeah, we're, we're, our taxpaying dollars are basically paying for the people to infiltrate our country. So, so deep state, you're saying is uh, banking? Yeah, no, it, it's not just banking. It's consulting. It's it's everything under the sun. You know, it's they've infiltrated everything. Companies, local government, businesses. I mean, our churches are evaluated. You know, I I was I was kicked out of my synagogue for speaking up against Peter Hotez. Really? Yeah. You're kicked out. Yeah, I was kicked out. I was I was banned. I was banned from my family's cemetery. What? Because I. Yeah, because basically I my family Jewish on both sides. Uh, no, not my mother's, but my father's side was. And uh, basically, I found out that they were honoring Peter Hotez, who I know is testing on children the vaccine. And he created a vaccine, the COVID vaccine, uh, for children in India. And they've been testing on children in India for a while. And he's with Gabby and Bill Gates and all of them. And, and he's a member of your synagogue? Or he's yeah, he's a member of my synagogue. And so I went there and I said, we shouldn't be... Like when he got up to like speak, I said we shouldn't be honoring someone that's doing stuff. But that's an opinion that you're respecting them. What? You would think so. You would think so. I have the emails. It's, it's the craziest thing you could do. I mean, I, I never thought that we would be in this type of battle. Yeah, but like it's happening and yeah, they're.
that because the current administration is you know, back at it. Sticker program, which is 
basically whether or not you're vaccinated. You have to wear a sticker if you're not vaccinated. And I'm like, that's that's a civil rights note. And but what's so crazy about it is that people don't seem to realize that the ACLU is now getting It's it's crazy. It's uh, you know, so it's like where do these people go for these civil rights issues if the ACLU isn't gonna be there to help you? I mean, do you remember what was it like uh, 20 years, or no, it was longer than that. It was probably back in the 80s where that man, who was Jewish actually, represented the Nazis uh, because they wanted to, they wanted to march in this uh, very thorough, or like a very condensed Jewish community. And the ACLU lawyer, who was Jewish himself, was the one that represented them. And in, in this day and age, I don't think that we would ever be able to do something we're under attack. I mean, it definitely, it sometimes does feel like we're in the middle of like a civil race war. You know, there's definitely been a shift in what's going on. And, you know, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to view each other as equals. We're not there anymore. It's this class, class system that they're creating. And it's, it's, it's not easy to watch, I can tell you that. I don't like it, and I don't think a lot of people do. And until something gives, which hopefully it will happen very soon, you know, we're going to lose our country. And we need more patriots. You know, I, I don't know what it's going to take, but something has to break soon. And I think all of us kind of feel like we're coke cans being shaken up and like we're waiting for something to happen. You know, it's, it's hard for us. What, uh, what would you like listeners to walk away with? Uh, if, if something doesn't sit right with you, trust your intuition. Get involved with your local government. The only change that is going to happen is going to come from you. And if, if you want to see our country fall to pieces, don't get involved. But if you want... Hey, you can get on a wrap and go to Cuba. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the direction that we're headed if people don't get their... Like me. Yeah. Right, right. You don't yeah. like it, you're Or, or... Try to change it? Yeah. It's like, why... Try Is that to... too abrupt and abrupt? No. Not at all. I mean, people really need to get that fire in their belly, and I don't know at what point something needs... Like, we need to start instilling fear into others to make them realize that if we don't turn this ship around, we're done for. We're, like, fit, like, every day I keep on saying more whistleblowers in the government need to come forward because their pensions are not going to make any difference in three years from now if we continue on this route. Crash Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their pensions are going to mean nothing. Like, they don't stand up now and save our country. That's, that goes for DHS. The people at our, the men at our border, the men and women that are protecting our border, you wouldn't believe what they're going to put it's unreal, and I was, you know, I was talking to someone that I, one of my contacts down there, and the stuff that he's telling me, and I'm like, and I keep on telling him, you need to get more whistleblowers forward, and you all need to go to the news. It can't be just one person. It needs to be an army. Yeah, and like we need that on every single level. We need it in the DOJ. We need it. We need it everywhere. We need it at DHS. We need it. 
it's the only way that I, I feel like something's going to break or if, if they expose what's happening. Because we've got, it's not just Mexican cartels that are coming through our border, it's Ukrainian cartels. Yeah, Haitians, all of them. And people don't seem to realize that. The kitchen sink and everything else is being thrown. Yeah, it's like we've, got like, we've got like the Great Reset. We've got like George Soros. Like we've got China, George Soros. We've got all these billionaires. Like it's like it, we literally have the kitchen sink thrown at us. And the only way that like we're gonna fix this is to more people start getting involved on a local level because it's it's not just the federal level that we're screwed. Is, is there a so, so, so a foreign entity that's controlling the government financial system? Right? We, we, yeah. we, can, we, can, we can assess that the financial reserve bank is private bank. Yeah. It's a foreign entity. It's not, right. not run by Americans. Nothing goes through Congress. Right. Even though the Constitution clearly states Article 1, Section 8, right? That, that Congress has that power right. to coin, and they specifically write, write coin money. Gold standard bonds in 1971, Richard Nixon. Yeah. This is fiat currency that we're living with. Continues to sink the country in further debt. Yeah. And, and then, like you're saying, now we're a big attack. On all fronts. And so the only way that I feel like we can turn this shit around is if everyone starts getting more involved. Because I think so many people have been so asleep for so long that they're starting to wake up now, but they don't know where to get started. Where to go? Highlight all the corruption and 
and that's how it gets out. So, Marissa, if this is a if this is a communist invasion, it is. Okay, so it's a, Marxist, communist, whatever it is. Where, where, where is so, so? Where does where does where does this come from? Where does communism come from? Question. I mean, you could go back to Stalin, you could go back to Lenin. You're saying Stalin, you're not saying the Chinese. You're saying the Chinese, too, but I mean, it, was, I mean, it was, yeah. It, it so predates. Was, yeah. It originates elsewhere. Well, I mean, we've got China, we've got Russia, we've got all of it. I mean, it's, it's, I wouldn't, but like the Marxist thing, I mean, if you go back, because I researched the weather under the a long time ago, and a lot of the Marxist stuff happened with. You know the SDS, the Student Democrat System, which was which created the Weather Underground, which was Bill Ayers, Susan Rosenberg, Bernice Thorne, Eric Mann, and all of them. And after, and like if you start looking at the history, when you know Jerry Nadler pushed to get Susan Rosenberg uh, pardoned by Clinton, so he did that in his eleventh hour. He pardoned Susan Rosenberg, right. and then they they created BLM. And, you know, I mean, because Eric Mann was the one who trained for these colors of talent. And then you've got Bill Ayers, who, you know, had Obama. And, you know, I mean, like, you start looking at it and you're like, okay. Did they, did they connect back to Soros? You know, that's, it's, I've always tried to tie those two together, but I know that they're involved, but they're very good with the dark money to not show how they're with each other. But... We know that this act of blue was a juggernaut for uh, BLM, and who was donating all this money to act of blue? The foundation, 1630, Arabella Advisors. So, I mean, it was, if, if you know how to, like, look through these foundations, it's very easy to, like, figure out, like, who the higher-ups are that are donating to BLM. Antifa has always been something that's been very difficult for me to find the funding for. They're very good at like hiding it because they have all these. Antifa.com like, is owned by a Seattle-based really organization. Well, that yeah. doesn't surprise you, you me. Got, you got to peel back a lot of layers, but yeah, uh, that doesn't surprise me. Anything out of Seattle is terrible right now. Did you see that they just passed a law, um, or like the the governor of Oregon? Uh, oh my God, it's the most racist thing I've ever seen. She's gotten rid of grading for math. Science and English, uh, claiming to help people of color, and I was like, "Is this?" Wow, that's that's. I was like, "That's that's racist." I was like, "That sounds really racist to me." Like, hold on, let me let me find the article here. Oregon Oregon Governor Science Bill removing reading, writing, and math requirements for high school kids to help students of color. Is this serious? I'm like, I'm like, I'm serious. Yes, it's a real, yes, it's a real thing. And I'm like, how is this not considered the most racist thing you've ever heard? Is that they're saying that people of color shouldn't be yeah, right, right? Like they are setting us up for failure. Like when you when you tell someone that they shouldn't strive for competition, like our
you have to give him tough love and like feel like it's time to wake up and slap him around. All right, so yeah. they, they just mentioned this, and we'll close yeah, yeah. that. And they mentioned this too. So, yeah. you follow money, that's something that I like to do as well. Always follow money. Hey, it's hard to do if you have the best way to follow the money in your county is by going through Corporation Wiki. So with the agenda items that your county is passing for uh, their commissioner's court, you just press on the link and then look up the LLC or like whoever the owner of the company is and then go to Corporation Wiki. If you go to Corporation Wiki, it's going to start coming out with all these like mind maps of, uh, like, of the owner's companies. And usually if you see something like restaurants, art galleries, and then they all of a sudden get like a $20 million contract for putting like doormats or wheelchair mats, you know that they're, it's probably, they're probably laundering or doing something shady. So I would always suggest if, you know, if, because there is a deal, the best way to go about it is by going to the corporation wiki and trying to find the connections or like pattern communications. So there's a lot of work to do in America a home front. Yes. But could there be from a broader like foreign picture? foreign funds, I mean okay, yes. so, so so I'll set this up in a different way though, because you you we talked about communism and you're talking about the Houston Chronicle being a the Marxist. Yeah. But let's identify your state strongly. So the Chinese are kind of basically Yeah, no, forced. I mean, we have a state representative in my county, Jean Wu. His wife is Maya Shea, and his wife's grandmother was high up at, at, at the CCP. And they're, like, extremely involved with the Asia Society. They're and, like, they were always uh, at our Chinese consulate. But remember, Trump shut down the consulate in Houston, Texas. I was actually there when it happened. I lived a few blocks away, and you could see the smoke billowing up because they were burning all the documents that they had been spying right. on us with. And guess who broke the story? Maya Shea. I'm like, huh? And then if you go and look at like Gene Wu's tweets, all of his tweets are like, Trump tells people to drink bleach, or like, it's just him bashing Trump Lysol. and like, yeah, and like telling people like, saying like Republicans are the enemy and like he is a huge proponent of CRT and everything like that. This guy is like full of things. But so I kind of gave him a smackdown the other day because he was attacking Trump. And so I retweeted him and then I put the the area that he represents up and the crime rates and it was up 145% and it had a, a, a grade of F. And I'm like, the only way we're going to start fighting these these Marxist commies back is by like just showing what a shitty job they're doing representing our country. Because that's like, they all need to be primary. They all need to be flushed out of our system. And they fight dirty. And like, it's time for us to fight fire with fire. And, but the, the, the way that they fight is overly broad generalizations. We fight with our brains. So if you start like hitting them with facts, being like, look at what a terrible job you're doing in our country. Your, your, your county or the area that you represent, crime is up 145%, but all you do is sit on Twitter and hate on the Republicans. 
why don't you go do some change? And you know, and so that's basically what I've been doing with all of these representatives and local politicians. I've been finding out as much dirt as I can. So when the when they when they're up for elections, I'm just going to throw everything that I have about against them because you know the records don't lie. The way that they vote doesn't lie. The, the things that they're doing to our country or their areas don't lie. So the way for us to fight back is with facts and showing how ineffective and what a waste of time they are in our country. And what are you? Uh, what do you think about the United Nations? I mean, all of the money that goes to the, the UN's involvement with everything is just insane, and I never really see them do anything good. They, like the UN is supposed to stop. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's supposed to stop wars. But since it started, how many wars have happened? It never worked. It, it's never worked. I mean, like, 
look at Venezuela. Look, I mean, that that ship turned around real fast and quick in a hurry. Like, with, as soon as they got that guy in there, like, it, what was it, like eight months that everything just went to shit? Communism does not work. It, like, it, it, everyone thinks that it's all great. And but it spreads, spreads yeah, the wealth. But like, it doesn't. It, it always consolidates. Yes, it goes to it the higher ups. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, uh, I have a friend that calls our judge El Comandante, and I'm sure you're familiar with El Comandante. Uh, it's, it's just making fun of a commie uh, leader that's like ruthless and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just, it doesn't work. It never works. Communism has never worked. They keep on trying it, and they keep on failing. But this time around, like, I'm like, this is getting a little too close to comfort. Right, too close to home. Now it's yeah. not. It is home. Yeah, it's home. That's on the front door. Yeah, it's in our backyard. <laughs> I mean, it's... And sitting in the living room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, well, you look at, like, our, our media right now, and you know that whoever's running the... Sh calling the shots with our media is right on par with, like, running communism in our country. I could, mean, could the UN be controlling the media? That's a good question. I wouldn't be surprised. But I think it's more... The billionaires that own, the you know, the, yeah, the six, you know, the six guys that are like controlling everything. Who are the six guys? I mean, I can't, I can't. I mean, there's Blast Moons, and there, you know, it's, it's the higher ups, the Rockefellers, yeah, the elites. You put stuff in a trap, the six guys. No, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, when I. It's <laughs> sounding theoretical here. Well, it's not theoretical. I mean, it's, you know, you've got the the conglomerates that are owned by the elites, and they control. Like, I mean, you know how much the big pharma controls our commercials. You turn on your TV, and right, you know, pharmaceutical. Yeah, like after every yeah, and, yeah. and like what's so what's so funny to me is always uh, and that's really been ramped up the past year, right? I know. It's, it's like every you, other commercial. Like if, if you have restless leg syndrome, if you if you close your eyes, if you breathe, like I'm like this is you become like, my robot. Yeah, it's like chemical. Yeah, I mean it's like if you look at like how big pharma funds all of our advertising agencies and everything, it's. Wild. Like I, I think that a lot of it is psychosomatic. Like people listen to these commercials and they're like, "Oh, I have that." I mean, because some of the symptoms that they come out with are just crazy oh. to me. No, it's okay. I guess my dad, I, I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's okay. This is going on. It's, it's going on a long time. Okay, so get some more stuff. Six bands. Are you saying there's six bands? No, no, I, I don't know. Six bands. I can't. Like I have, I have the it written down somewhere, but I've just been so focused on what's happening, like laser focus. On I know I brought the spectrum for you. Yeah, you're you're, you're really you're, you're, push, you're pushing me everywhere in every direction. <laughs> in the black sea. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, right? Um, so yeah, no, it's it's just. Very okay, cool. but the work that you're doing is effective. Yes, it is effective, and like the the one thing that I've noticed is that just. Just by like listing out the amount of money that is getting pushed through our local government level has really woken up a lot of people that weren't involved in politics. And it's what's so nice about it is that now more people are calling me to come to commissioner's court. People are calling me and asking me how they can get involved. And it's so easy. And like 
a lot of people, they feel pushed back because they don't know how to ask or they feel like the question that they're going to ask is stupid. The only stupid question is the question that's not asked. You know, I'd rather have someone ask me the dumbest question. As long as I can answer it and, like, get someone involved, that's all that matters. You know, it's just one foot in front of the next, really. So, you know, and we need boots on the ground on every single one. Right. So, okay, so we, so, have we met, we met before? Yeah, we met at the last week we went to our We met San Antonio, okay. Yeah. And you have, no, you don't, you don't have a boot? You have a no, boot? no, 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 I don't have a boot. I usually just come to, like, meet and talk with people that are like-minded, and, you know, we've got Jim Price, who used to work at the DOD, and he, he always has such great information to give me, and uh, with, like, the work that I'm doing. And I'm always so grateful to, like, I've met Shannon, who is a frontline doctor, and meeting Shannon, she was able to give me access. Shannon. Uh, starts with a B, the last name, but I, I can't think of it for the life of me, but, you know, and I've met Stella Manuel, and she, Stella Manuel is from my city, and right. I, I get a lot of moms that are calling me with, like, college-age sons and daughters who are freaking out about these vaccine mandates for the school. And so, fortunately, because of coming to these events, I've made a lot of contacts and am able to get medical exemption for these moms who are just so worried about their kids. And, and you know, it's, it, it makes a difference. But it, it's talking with mom and Yeah, the mom and bear. And, like, and what's so nice about it is, you know, because I, I do all this networking, I, I've been able to, like, make these, like, little, like, pamphlets that I can hand to the moms, and then they pass it along. And, you know, I have rabbis that are now writing religious exemptions for people. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's remarkable just by showing up to these events what a difference it can make in so many people's lives. It's not just my life that it's making a difference in. It's making a difference in a child's life, a mother's life, a parent's life. You know, it's, that's, that's what it's about. That's what all of this is about. It's just getting involved and helping others. I'm just saying that. Okay, so Marissa, thank you for your time. Thank Again, you. keep your your Twitter Twitter handle. It's Marissa Hansen seventeen. Okay. It's um, M as in Michelle E R I S S A H A N. Not Melissa. No, not Melissa. Oh, it could be Melissa. Are you gonna pardon on that? Yeah, it's totally fine. So you can talk to Trump. Talk to Trump about that. What he called this? Oh, the part. Oh, you mean part? President's part. All right. So, uh, some closing, closing comments here. Some closing. What do you, what do you want? What do you want listeners to walk away? Um, just if if you feel like something is wrong in your country, like do something. Like you'd be surprised just by showing up to a meeting what a difference it can make, and you know, just gaining a little bit of information. And once once you get get that momentum. The citizen yeah, inquirer. Yeah, well, yeah, no, what's so remarkable to me is that all these patriots or Republicans keep on sitting back thinking Trump is going to come in and save all of us. And I'm like, no, we are. He, he gave us the tools. He's given us the tools. He pulled back the curtain for us. Now it's our job to finish what he started. And the only way that we can do that is by getting involved on any level that you can. Moms, get involved in the school boards. 
dads or parents get involved in your town hall. Neighbors, like just spread the word. Do it. Like if if you don't do it, who is? If you don't, if you don't do it, you're gonna you're gonna lose. Exactly. Lose what you got. Exactly. You're already losing it. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, I I just want more whistleblowers to come forward. More whistleblowers need to come forward. They need to realize that their pension is gonna make no difference in a year from now. At the rate we're going. It's not like it really isn't. So, you know, fight like hell now because we're not going to have a country if we don't. Ladies and gentlemen, Marissa Hanson. Marissa, thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Oh, that was great. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. No, because you. You went, you went a lot of different areas, and it was great, but you're very well researched in all of those areas. I read a lot. You read a lot. Yeah, and you throw out some great names for people to start investigating. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's the whole thing which is so crazy to me, is that people don't seem to understand, like... Well, they're, they're still confiding in the mainstream, right? Yeah. You know, people that are going to this and that, or, Follow your tweets are now realizing, okay, well, Fox News and CNN are not good sources. Well, of not many. Yeah. So that's great. No, I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. It's exciting. I usually don't do these. You don't? Well, I, I don't like the video ones. They always make me so uncomfortable. Oh, the video? Yeah. yeah. So I typically just do audio. I normally.